There we go. Hello, my name is Stevie, along with my mom, and this is the Know Nothings podcast. All right, this is a podcast for those who know and for those who don't know, and those who think they know, but they don't know. And our purpose is to just have a conversation, mom and son, about different topics, and hopefully... Uh, engage others in conversations and also uh, engage, help other people engage in conversations with their family members about topics. So that's it. We're going to get started. Our, what's our first topic for today, Stevie? Our first topic is understanding other perspectives. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. So what do you think about What's the most important thing about understanding others' perspectives? What are you thinking about that? Mm, that's a good question, Mom. <laughs> Let's see here. It is a good most question. Most important thing about understanding others' perspectives. Well, I'll, I'll do this in two parts. The most important part of actually understanding other people's perspectives is listening and comprehending what other people are saying and doing and then internalizing that and then the second part of it would be coming up with analysis of it and having a comparison with your own perspective uh i feel like most people whenever they're having conversations with others they choose to hear someone else's perspective and automatically compare it to their own and they find the values and limitations of that perspective in only reference to your own while it's much better to wait and listen for someone's whole speech and listen to someone else's whole truth before you come to your own conclusions i guess i'm wondering though like how do you uh, then understand other people's perspectives like you take that first part when have you been able to do that uh or when have you not or seen it in action or not seen it in action well last night i got a treat what oh yes i got to learn about other people's perspectives really tell (laughs) us about that so how did this come about how did this come about that's a very interesting question (laughs) let's see here it all started with myself and myself, uh, let's just say I wasn't portraying my best self. <laughs> and while I, uh, myself, didn't have a problem with that, uh, others around me did. And so that obviously caused them to voice their concerns to me. And in their concerns, they... Uh, uh, they wanted to voice how important your self-image is and how you should carry yourself and how you should set your own personal values. Uh, that This whole time, I, during this talk, I remained silent and waited for my turns to speak and didn't interrupt anybody and just waited for everybody's whole truth to come out and then I internalized it and then I responded with my own perspectives and that I feel like that's the best way to have it discourse 
And so yeah, so I I basically did all the all the steps needed. I I listened. That's the first step. Uh, I comprehended, and then I found the limits and values, the limitations and values of said perspective that wasn't within, that didn't compare to my own. Okay. Uh, okay, if you were one of my students, I would give you an F for being vague. Okay, so what is it that you, what did they say to you that was oh, they, a different perspective? They said that, what's it called? They said that I needed to... Uh, reflect myself in a better light, carry myself as if I had more value than I do now uh, because that's how I will do better in life. Okay, and was that, like, when you were listening to them talk about that, like, how did that feel? Um, I'll, uh, to be honest, I was annoyed because it went on for a while. It was a lot of rambling. Okay. Um... Did they have specific examples of you not carrying yourself as they would think that you need to do? Um, not particularly. It was more of, it was more of hypothetical and real life examples of others that I got generalized into. Okay. So do you, how were you able, like, do you understand that other person's perspective? Yes. Oh, okay. How can you, like, because you said you listened to them. So you understand their perspective. Did you agree with their perspective? No. Interesting. So so what did you do when you didn't agree with their perspective? I presented my perspective. I didn't try to find the logical fallacies within someone else's perspective. I just simply voiced my own perspective. Oh, okay. Did you tell this person or these people that you understood their perspective? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So did the conversation end well? Like, do you think it ended with a, like, um, um, people with a new understanding or like a productive, like this led to a productive next thing? Yeah. What will be the productive next thing? Like, did it change your perspective and think it'll change your behavior at all? Well, your goal should never... When you're, when you're talking to someone, your goal should never be trying to persuade them uh, on a perspective that isn't their own. Because then it's more of an attack and less of a conversation. If you, if you go out into a conversation with someone specifically with the intent of trying to change your mind, their minds, then you lose focus on what the whole point of understanding other people's perspective is. So, but I think most people go into conversations with the intent to change other people's minds. Yeah, that's the wrong way to go. So, go into a conversation, how? Can the, you... With the intent to learn uh, something that isn't, that, basically, alright, uh, you don't go into learning a new language by bringing your own languages in and saying oh yeah these are some of the similar words or these aren't these words aren't the same you go and you start learning the basics the foundation of a language or the foundation of a thought or a foundation of of a perspective and then from there you're able to build more and then you're able to bring in connections to what you already know but most people i use the language example most people go and say you're trying to learn spanish 
they would only go in to learn words that uh, have more meaning for them. So if you play, I don't know, soccer a lot, you learn soccer. The word for soccer, if you cook a lot, you probably want to learn the word for cooking, but you're just limiting the amount of knowledge you're able to ascertain by limiting your field of search, I guess, is the best way. Because you're just it. basing it in what you already know, yeah. as opposed to opening up to and, what you yeah, don't and that's know. Yeah, that's what people do when you try to convince people of another perspective. You specifically limit your active understanding receptors to understanding things within your own personal reality and your own personal truth, and instead of thinking beyond yours. Okay. Okay, so, but do you feel like the other person who went into this conversation with you was trying to change your perspective? Yeah. And, and they were successful in that? No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't? No, I understood their perspective. I did because I didn't go into it with, uh, with saying, yeah, I need to change this person's way of thinking. Okay, I just uh, I just sat there and listened and took in all the information I could. Well, okay. Well, let's extrapolate this out to um, something that we've talked a lot about and that is a common topic um, this year is like about the Black Lives Matter movement and trying to understand or even the election and other people's perspectives on um, on like even who won the election or what have you because um, we've had a lot of conversations about that um so which top which one do you want to apply it to first the election or black lives matter or it's up to you it's up to me wow um how about um we go to um i don't know maybe let's go to let's start with the most recent past and then go back in time so the election right. so like that's problematic do are we going to be able to understand quote the other people's perspectives so like if i'm a person who doesn't think that joe biden won fairly um what do you think needs to be done about people who you know are just so polarized and different in their perspectives of this one event no, you 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 just start a conversation, but you don't go and specifically try to change the people's minds. That that never really works out. It has to happen. That you can't force someone to understand a new concept. It, it they have to be able to create their own connections and their own logical pathways for them to understand it. Because you can't go inside someone else's brains and put together the string of neurons that you need to do in order to for that person to have the same thought as you most likely you can never actually get someone to have the exact same thought as you because it's almost impossible for people to think the same way but this is okay so um that calls into question like even being able to teach somebody something uh, which is my job but what but there is a truth there is an factual truth that one person got more votes than the other person and so how do we help people or should we even bother to help anybody who believes that 
the election was quote stolen and 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 help them see that quote no it wasn't or will that I mean I feel like that's important to spend time on. All right. Well, the, let's let's see here. Um, we can go back to election twenty sixteen election where. Um, after Trump was elected, there was a movement that continued until this past election. It was like, not my president. And I'd say that's the same logical basis behind people that think Trump won this time. It's just that now the rules are reversed and the larger population of the country sees uh, the fallacies and the logic beforehand. I think it's different. I was one of those people yes. who did not want to accept, quote unquote, that Trump won, but I had to, and I did because it was, quote, the truth. No, the, that's a truth. There, there's no such thing as the truth. Yes, yes. Okay, we'll get to that in another episode. All we right. do have our, our ongoing, well, yes, which well, I, agree well, I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, here's another thing. If you go into a conversation thinking you know the truth, you'll never be able to come out with anything better. But... I'm not so sure about knowing the quote, the truth, but there is a true thing that is a mathematical fact that, that in the 2016 election, a truism, truth, quote unquote, one truth, not the truth, is that Trump got more votes. I accept that as a truth, and I don't believe that right. it was rigged. Why do you believe that that is the truth? Because that's the evidence that was provided to me. Uh, all right. Say that there's a person provided the opposite evidence. Wouldn't they have the same logical right to yes. believe in their perspective? Agreed. If someone had given to me evidence to support the fact that... Uh, who was it who ran against him um, in 26... Right. Oh, Hillary. That Hillary... But she did get more popular votes. That Hillary had gotten more electoral votes right from the states... Um, if someone had put that in front of me or someone had um, given me hard facts and evidence to show that her, um, that more votes were cast in the states that shifted the election for her, that shifted the election in President Trump's favor, I, I would, yes, I would be a person who quote who believes that she the election was stolen from her but none of that evidence has been provided to the people who believe that trump um has well what would that evidence be it would be evidence of of people casting more votes for trump than for biden wouldn't and, it be the other way around uh, Talking about the most recent election? For the most recent one. I guess that's what I'm saying. That the evidence that's lacking is the evidence that there are more votes for Trump than there are for Biden. Yet people believe their perspective is, in my mind, not acceptable. I know that that's not okay, but in my mind, they are upset about a fact that they don't like and they are refusing to accept reality. Okay, question. Who, who, who do you need to get the evidence from to, that could pot, that would, you would, that would validify their opinion for you? Like, the opposition opinion. Like, yeah. 
Oh, I've what told you this before. Like, where would who would get this evidence for you? Is if, there like a if there had body? been, yeah, if the government or if like the um, like the, court the electoral systems. college or the court system, if the court, I've told you this before. If the court system said came forth on November twentieth of twenty sixteen, right, and had said that um, no, Hillary had more. Um, votes, or if on November twentieth the court system had come forth and and people through due diligence and recounting had shown that Trump truly did get more votes than Biden, I would accept that. I would be upset with it. I would not be happy about that. Um, in twenty sixteen, I would have been happy if it had been a different reality. But I would accept the reality of the evidence from the court system. All right. Do you think the court system is corrupt? No. So is my chance of being a black person? Oh. A higher chance of being incarcerated? <laughs> I feel like okay, you've totally shifted. No, no. I mean, yes, it, yes, yes. Okay, I take it back. Yes, the court system is biased. So how against you... African Americans wait, but I don't see the court system and we've seen it in the past number of months. I don't see the court system being biased against of affluent two affluent white men who old white men, the people who control our country. Isn't that in the rave now? Well, isn't that isn't that what people want now to take down the rich white men? Wait a minute. Let's finish one statement. Before I mean, I'm so, connecting no, logical I'm pathways, saying, and you I'm seems saying, like you're refusing to accept them. No, I'm not refusing. I'm saying that the court system in this case of the election has actually borne out that yes, they are um, still many aspects of the court system are corrupt against African-Americans and criminal experiences. But the court system did its due diligence and held up its both um, positive aspect of looking for evidence and negative aspect of um, making sure that it did its due diligence to a T in order to support two old white men in their electoral experience. Um, I'm wondering in Georgia, so the Georgia Democrat who's running for senator, right, to your point, if we were to go down this lane, is would the court system in Georgia be as quick to help and support the African-American senator-elect if there's a question of his um, of his votes, just like Stacey Abrams? That, that wasn't my point. I, my point was that... Mm -hmm. If the if it's already if you can already acknowledge that the court that the court system can be corrupt, how can you how can you accept information that comes from the court? I ex because if what I was saying and trying to make the statement of is that the court system is corrupt, yes, against African Americans, but not so corrupt, and this is true and borne out throughout our American history, not so corrupt against old white men who are wealthy. Biden and Trump are both wealthy and have at their disposal a lot of income in order to fight these legal battles. Um, and so, yes, the court system is corrupt against African-Americans, but we see that they were able to bring um, to bear a lot of uh, money in order to carry out these legal challenges because they are white 
wealthy old white men. I think I think you're getting tunnel vision on the race on the racial part. No, yeah. you're having tunnel vision on the racial. No, part. no, no. I I just used the racial part to show that the that what's it called that the judicial system is corrupt. Well, actually, do you know what? I take it back. You're correct. I am. We are both, and I think it's important that we are tunnel vision on the race part because one race does, as you said, one race does suffer indiscriminately. In, you know more so the African American and Hispanic communities, two of them, and the and and then taking race out of it, the the lower socioeconomic statuses. Uh, yes, we I agree with you a hundred percent, and I hear what you're saying. The there is corruption, and the system, the legal system, is not as favorable to those people, and especially African Americans. Still missing my point. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm simply saying that it doesn't seem logical that, uh, that the government can only be corrupt against a certain group of people and it just wouldn't continue to be corrupt. Well, but here's the thing. For Once other you're, aspects. It's, okay. Uh, all I'm saying is that the government, yes, certainly could be corrupt against old white men who are challenging an electoral system, but that's not what's happening. Ah, yes. Where's the evidence? Where's the the evidence that it isn't corrupt? Well, I think if you read the newspapers, we see that Trump has had, um, you know, from a lower, lower, lower court, like um, I don't know what the lowest court is. We need Jen and Jack to help us out. Um, A district court. A district court, right? Or a civil, yes, a district court to, you know, from the lowest district court all the way up to the Supreme Court, he has been able to file numerous um, um, requests to check into the fraud and every single one of those courts, um, well, maybe 99%, maybe there's one court, but I don't think so based on my reading of the news, um, that, that any of those other court, any of those courts have found that anything is was fraudulent if his, if his skin was black would you call that racist um it, what racist if they found fraudulent no, or if they, if, if they continue to not find any fraudulence mm, fraud um i don't quite understand your question if hypothetically if donald trump was black and he continued to uh the appeal to these mm-hmm. courts and they continue to deny him his appeals or whatever's happening. Uh, would you consider that racism? If they denied his appeals based on... No, his... no, no, I didn't say I didn't say they based it on it. I just said that it happens that he's black and that they're denying his... What would you call that racism? I, I don't know. I guess I would have to know all of the facts. With the facts that I know of right now, that there has, there was like no fraud i would say it's not racist it is an an argument or it's a it's an understanding based on evidence provided regardless if he's black or not um so yeah so we've established that the good the judicial system is corrupt yet not corrupt when it comes to white people most yeah i mean I, that's and the majority it depends two, on the socioeconomic because there are two rich white guys running it's impossible for there to be fraud. I'm not saying, I never said it was impossible. I'm just saying that the evidence, um, there are two things. The evidence, regardless of their race, is that there was no fraud, right? Um, and yeah, 
that's it, regardless of the race. But I don't, I do believe that the justice system and the court system can, of course, be, um, you know, there can be problems with white people going through the justice system as well. But it's, I mean, the evidence usually shows that a wealthy white person has a better um, experience in the court system than a poor black person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think we got off topic. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, back to understanding perspectives, this whole notion, though, that the, like, again, yeah, back to that question, like, do we try to, quote, change the perspective of the people who don't think that Trump won the election or not? Or think that Trump won, that the election was stolen from them. Well, you could ask the people that think that Trump won the same question. Do you think they, do they have the God-given responsibility to convince people that believe Trump won the election, that Biden won the election, that he didn't? Agreed. I mean, I guess we need to understand their perspective. And as you've said before, I don't hang out with those people so i don't understand that perspective and i don't watch news outlets that share that perspective um so i i don't know i don't know i i personally am not interested in trying to like i think it's a waste of time at this point to try to change their minds about a reality because I think if they haven't accepted it by now, then they won't, and that's kind of a waste of my time. They're, they're, they could be saying the same thing about what's it called you right now. Yes, and they, they probably are. That's the biggest problem that we have, right, is that... How do we come together? How do we overcome those major perspective differences and understanding differences? I, I listed it. You talk and listen. Just talk and listen. That's, that's, that's the easiest thing for humans to do, besides Helen Keller, but... <laughs> she could listen. No, she was blind and up. I think she was lying. Wait, she could talk. She could talk. Yeah, she could She talk. Eventually, she could communicate through Braille and talking with her hands. Yes. But she couldn't... Hear or see. Or see. That's right. Mm-hmm. Blind and deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that aside... Yeah, um, all you have to do is talk and listen. And but, you already stated, you, you don't feel the necessary component. The, the necessary uh, will to talk and listen to someone that might have a different perspective than you. I just don't know what the value of my time is for that. That's the same, that's the same logic in saying, ah, if people are so racist now, like, it's not even worth our time. It's <laughs> 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 the same logic. Oh, it's been this long and there's still races? Oh, God, this was like such like 60 years ago. Oh, God. 
All right, so when's the last time you hung out with someone who disagrees like about the election or about Black Lives Matter? Yeah, when's the last time you think you, like, you like had an two days ago. effective conversation with somebody yeah, who was like a racist? Yeah, two days ago. Okay, what happened? Oh, no, I, was just talk- I was just talking to one of my friends. It's a, it's a Trumpite, and he explained his perspective. I explained my perspective. Other people explained their perspective, and we just continued drinking. And... Do you think there was, what was the value in that conversation? That I understood a different perspective. What do you understand about this, quote, Trumpite friend? Well, that, that he now? thinks that, um, that Trump won the election, uh, Biden did not win fairly. Uh, he says that there's evidence, as much as you say that there's notable sources that says there's no evidence, there's as many notable sources that say there are evidence for him. Mm-hmm. So who's to say whose is right, you know? That's, you may, you may hear that, what I just said, and be like, oh, like, how can anyone think that the other side's right? Well, he's doing the same thing. So I got, I got to learn a different perspective, which But you already knew that perspective. So how is this a value add to your life at all? All right. I learned, have you ever actually talked to someone that believes that Trump won the election? Not about that topic, No. So I effectively have more knowledge about someone else, about someone else's perspective than you do. I am now more knowledgeable about you about this topic. How is that not a value? Okay, so yes, I see that. That is true. What if, uh, um, so I have read newspaper articles, admittedly written by mostly liberal outlets, right? Mm -hmm. That express that opinion. Am I getting an, quote, equal understanding of another person's perspective by reading a newspaper article? Or do you think you have to have, like, the face-to-face conversation? I mean, uh, well, face-to-face, I guess, is ideal. But I know COVID is a little different. But, uh, all right, let's say someone from Fox News picks, uh, picks our podcast up and they do... Uh, uh, some sort of piece about what you've said. Okay. Right? And they only take out bits and pieces that aren't maybe full of context. Uh, you're reading that and you say, that doesn't reflect what I actually meant right. and said. So right. would you consider that a valuable source? No. Of that perspective? Exactly. So it works the same way. Yeah. I I need to actually have, it would be a, a, a primary source experience. I mean, primary... Um, I guess I guess the newspaper would be considered secondary, but uh, I guess we don't value secondary sources anymore. Um, I guess a value would be understanding that writer's perspective on that. Mm-hmm. That's a value, but I find that as less of a value because it's like being interpreted for me. Yeah, it's it's like it's like like watching an anime, like watching a dubbed version versus a subbed version. Like mm. the dubbed version is going to be different because it's Americanized to fit uh, what we want to see. The subbed version is a little different because you get to hear the emotions and uh, the different ways that they actually talk in their native language. And then you have to read it. And that's how you formulate how you think these people think, talk, and act. Mm-hmm. So I would. So I guess it's sort of the same thing where I would take this... The subbed uh, version of an anime, if someone watches that, I'd say they have more of an understanding of the anime than someone who did dubbed. I understand. I, I, I use that long 
uh, allegory to say. Analogy. Analogy. There we go. Different days. English teacher. English teacher. Oh. All right. Um, so, yeah. yes. So, that's interesting. So, we're going to pick up on this topic, uh, certainly when we speak about truth and reality, because that's the Aristotelian versus the Platonic. Yes. Um, I, what is truth and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, how far away you get from the... The actual thing. So that conversation that you had with your friend, if there was a reporter who was there listening to you, right? Speak. Yeah, like I, me now communicating that perspective, mm-hmm. it would be, it wouldn't be uh, of service to get the person that had the, that has that perspective because... I'm not going to be able to say what he says with as much meaning. Exactly. He may say that you have distorted what he was trying to communicate. Exactly. Exactly. So, but at least I made the effort to understand another perspective and I'm now able to internalize. I might not be able to reciprocate that person's thinking because that should never be the goal to reciprocate someone else's thinking. It should be to understand that person's values and limitations of a perspective and be able to then say, yes, this is what's good, this is what's bad, I'm, and I now have a complete understanding of this. All right, so our podcast is going to be 33 minutes and 33 seconds long. 33, and 33. so we have uh, 20 more seconds here for our 33-33 uh experience and um so i think i've i really appreciate the topic and i learned something about your perspective on this topic uh last seconds to you hope you guys have a great day